This is Kurt, and this is the MFG Cast. you're actually like i don't think anybody's like really paying that much attention but we tried to do this live on youtube and we we had it live for half a second and then what i did because i'm a moron instead of trying to minimize something i exited out of it so john got to have his five seconds of fame on by himself (laughs) so that was a lot of fun this is like a royal week because I had nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> no, you didn't. You basically you basically just sat there and just ado- and enjoyed the stupidity that ensued. So hi, we're live on YouTube. If you're here live, if you're not, thanks for joining anyway. Um, we are here to talk about some board game stuff here. We haven't been on YouTube for quite a while now, and I wanted to kind of rectify that because it's just just feels like uh, the content is lacking in that department. Um, we'll probably still use the, I'll still rip this, put it on the, on the MFG, MFG cast podcast, so wherever you get podcast, you will find that. But um, today I wanted to do kind of a fun little thing where, you know, they have a, a saying called cult of the new. Well, I was, you know, I was trying to figure out like, what, what does it mean when, you have like your old trusty games and you're just, you're always really excited to just get those to the table. Um, I actually asked this question on one of my board game group pages here in Eau Claire and it's not mine. It's, it's an Eau Claire board game group. I'm just a part of it. And somebody came up with the term blissfully content. And I, I really dug that. So we're going to call this blissfully content. But before we talk about that, We're going to do something that we've done in the past, but we maybe haven't done for a little bit. We're going to talk about what we've been been playing recently. I've just realized I've gone like almost all the way into this podcast and I haven't introduced our special guest. You know him, you love him. John Haremza from the Legends of Tabletop. John, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Hey, everybody. So, uh, John, let's just jump right into it. What have you been playing recently that you're excited about, or maybe not excited about? I've been playing a lot of games with you, Kurt, on Board Game Arena. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I picked up a, a couple of new games to me recently. Uh, Russian Railroads, uh, I taught you and Tracy that the other day. Um, that's been a lot of fun, really tight worker placement game. Uh, it's older, you know, 2013 release Z-Man games. Um, but really tight, really fun, high score, points for everything all the time. Uh, new for me, Viticulture. Uh, we've been playing that quite a bit. Uh, we played that just over the weekend, you and I. Um, I don't know, we cycle through because we play a lot of games at work, so we play a lot of the same games over again. 
Um, so stuff like Imhotep or Red Rising or Samurai. Today we played Eminent Domain. Um, you know, Architects makes uh, a good showing. Um, Seven Wonders Architects because it's quick, fun little game. You know, you can play it two, three times in an hour. Uh, we get for lunch. So my my gaming is is varied a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, we played Five Tribes the other day. That was a lot of fun. Um, it, it pushes that hour limit at, at work for uh, for a lunch break, but yeah, we, we'll still bring that and uh, play that on Sunday, I think. Nice, nice. I wish I had an hour break. I only get a half an hour, so like I <laughs> would barely be able to play anything by myself unless it's like a short like um, solo game, probably. And who knows, even at that point, it's probably pushing it. Um, uh, yeah, like you said, we've been playing a lot of stuff on Board Game Arena and stuff like that. Um, we actually got a couple of new games to the table uh, recently for us. They're games that are new to us. We actually had one that is fairly new-ish, actually, that we got on Kickstarter through Winsmith Games. It's called Junk Drawer. Um, we actually had the guys from uh, Winsmith on to talk about this game. Sorry, my my headphone or my ear earphone is popping out. Um, it's one of those that when, when they were talking about, it, I was like, God, that just seems like a obvious concept to just be like, oh, here's all this junk in your drawer and you're trying to get it all in there and make sure it all fits. And, you know, of course you, you always have like, you know, a couple of huge things that get in that junk drawer and you're like, why the hell do I have this wrench in there? Or, you know, like, uh, why is this glove in here for some dumb reason? That kind of thing. There's none of that kind of stuff in the game, but there's like uh corkscrew or like a bottle opener and like uh headphones or your phones like this and stuff like that. And they're actually polyomino pieces. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to, there's four sections in your junk drawer and you're trying to, you know, like I said, trying to fit everything into your, into those sec different sections. But the cool thing about this game is that when you're trying to do that, you can only put one of your pieces in one of your sections and then you have to rotate like you don't you don't have to do it like clockwise or counterclockwise, but you just can't put it in the same one that that turn or that round, basically. So since there's four sections, you're going to put, uh, you know, uh, a piece in one of those four sections four times and then you're going to restart and put more in that and just try to. Uh, fit them in certain ways <clears throat> excuse me and then you get uh points depending upon what the actual goals are so like one of the goals will be like make sure that uh the four corners in this box are uncovered and the middle then you get like two points a piece or three points a piece or whatever another one will be like uh however many uh empty uh two or how many empty spots of like two of those that you've got there and you have to kind of like think about it too like it, it has to like cover up and it has to cover into those corners and stuff like that to have to because you can't like just leave a couple spots open and then be like well i've got two here and two here and two here well that that makes you know if it's contiguous or whatever then it's six that's like that doesn't count so like it's a really interesting concept of like trying to really maneuver those pieces and get them there and it goes so quickly by the time you're done you're like shit we're done already you know and you're just like wait a minute i just won or wait i just lost really bad you know so like it has that cool like quick replayability where 
you know, a lot of games that you, you're thinking so much and you're kind of doing the thing or whatever. And then you're done. You're like, Oh, I just lost by a ton. Like I'm like, I'm gonna have to wait to play that one again because I don't want to, you know, take, you know, 30 minutes to a half an hour or 30 minutes to an hour to be like, well, I just lost. Cause I just, I didn't play it or whatever. It's like, it goes quick and easy where you can have these strategies and you can just be like, okay, well, I did that last time, but maybe I can do it this time. And they also have uh, the goals are they have uh, um, easy, medium and hard ones. So like mm-hmm. progressively harder too. So like if that the easies are too much, not enough of a challenge for you, then you go to hard. If they're too much, go to the medium, that kind of thing. So does it score? Is there a number of rounds? Does it score at every round or is it one scoring at the end? Do the goal cards change over the course of the game or they so, come out at the beginning and that's it? So, yeah, that's one thing I forgot. Good question. Thank you. Is that um, each section has its own goal. Mm. So, like, you know, like I said, like one of them is like you have to have the two spots uncovered. Like what one of them is like however many pieces you can actually get in that one thing. And um, you go through, you know, putting your pieces through those different sections. And again, like I said, you can't put them in the same section each round. If there's a point where you can't fit a piece in one of those sections, then the game is completely over. So what <laughs> happens is the other the other players will also get their turn to put that piece in there if they can, but then the the uh, round or the game completely stops, and then you count those goals, and then whoever has the most points wins that way. So yeah, it's just one of those games that like I I knew it was going to be fun because again I we know Winsmith games are friends, friends of ours and they're good people. And I, you know, when we heard about this game, I was like, this is fun. This is going to be fun. But I didn't realize how much fun it was going to be. Like, I think we ended up playing six games of it that night. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> it shows you how quick that goes. And plus, you know, how exciting it was. Like we just kept going. We're like, should we go through all these cards? Yeah, sure. You know, so we went through all the goals and, you know, I mean, not not to say it wasn't easy because it definitely wasn't because I think I got my butt handed to me most of the most of the time. But the fact that I'm not I wasn't put off by that also says something. Um, another game we played is uh, my uh, Mayabi by Haba Games. Um, this is one where you're trying to you're also trying to put polyomino pieces in kind Sensing of like, a theme. Yeah, exactly. And and you're kind of making this this beautiful garden, I think is what they call it. And what you're doing is you're you're that each of these pieces has a certain um uh symbol on it. So like some of them is like a flower, one of them's rocks, uh another one's like a koi pond or something like that. And then it has like a certain amount of things like the rocks that maybe have one, two or three. The fish, the koi pond has one, two, or three. I think it goes like from one to three, I think. And you're taking these polyomino pieces and you're putting them in this grid. And I forget how big the grid is. But once you put the symbol, regardless of how the polyomino piece kind of fits in that garden, you have wherever that symbol is, you have, I think it's, I think it might be six rows and six columns, if I'm not mistaken. The if you go in a if that symbol is in a certain column, you have to put this. I think it's a pagoda piece. You put it in the spot, and that column is locked up for that round. And right, right. you have a certain amount of pieces depending upon how many players. And you'll take those pieces and you'll keep putting them on the board. Okay. And what happens is you're going to score during the 
uh, putting of the pieces on the board, depending upon how high they're stacked and the symbol. So like if, if you're, you stack the symbol uh, like two uh, pieces high and there's mm-hmm. three like rocks there, three times two is six. You get six points for that. Okay. And you just kind of keep going and you have to make sure that these pieces lay on, on it completely where it's like on, on a complete section of, of uh, pieces and it can't be like there can't be like an opening in the spot or like there you can't like have it hang off of uh, right, uh, right. another piece or whatever so you're doing that as you go and like every round you do the six pagoda so once you once you put the one then you have to you have to go to another spot that one's locked you go to another spot that one's locked and you just kind of keep going for <clears throat> i think it's i think it's six rounds for two players uh, we play two players. I think for three players, it's five rounds. And I think for four players, it's um, uh, four rounds, I think. And then, so, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say both games kind of sound like solitaire games that you play together and that you have your pieces that you're playing to your board. Well, and, and well, this is this is okay so again you're always asking these great questions and that's why i had you on and <laughs> uh, not because i'm an idiot because you're an awesome guest um so in the junk drawer one you actually have your own junk drawers in Mayabi, you also have you have you don't have a shared or you don't have your own thing you actually have a shared board mm. so you can block other people from uh doing certain things there so anytime you put the pieces on there you'll score the points but you also can block other people from doing things and stuff like that yeah, so okay um oh wait nope i <laughs> i i i am completely wrong so you do have your own boards but you can block people by getting like giving them the pieces that don't work with your mm. board right sorry right. Sorry, I got that wrong. So you are kind of playing solitary in junk drawer for the most part. Um, but in Mayabi, you can actually do that strategy where like, okay, I need this one, but I know for a fact that you're not going to be able to use these two couple, that kind of thing, you know. Right. So right. there is some strategy in that. Um, okay. Another way that you can score also is towards the end of the game is depending upon the rows now, not the columns, is if you have the most of that one symbol in those rows, you'll score points accordingly. So like the, I think there's like a pink flower, like that has like the most points. So that's like 12 points, but there's also second place. I think it's like seven or something like that. And then you just kind of go down the order. And as it goes down, the points are less. So like, I think the rocks are like the least amount of points. So like you get like six points, second place gets three or something like that. So you add the points between what you're doing for the columns during the game and then however many symbols you have at the end of the game. And I'll there's something else I missed, of course, so I'll kind of talk about that. Whoever has the most points wins there. Um, one of the things I forgot to talk about is when you're doing the columns and you're doing the stacking, you actually <clears throat> can go up to a maximum of uh, five stack. And once you get to that fifth stack, if you're the first person to do so, there are... Um, like goal or like little extra pieces that you get extra points if you're the one that gets that five stack first (laughs) so so there's a little bit of jostling a little bit of gameplay and stuff like that but you know it's 
it's funny because I feel like more and more we're getting these polyomino games and it's like, oh, we must really like these games because that's, <laughs> that's what we're playing or whatever. But um, yeah, that was a good one. So, all right, I'll stop uh, blabbing, give you a chance to kind of talk here. Um, let's get into our topic of um, blissfully content. So um, one of the things that I've been kind of thinking about lately is that and I think part of this has to do with the pandemic. So like we used to go to like conventions, like maybe every other year, um, if we could, you know, that kind of thing. Um, also maybe go to a small con just to kind of, you know, see the, see the scene and stuff like that. And when it comes to conventions in particular, most of them, not all of them are always like, here's the newest game. This is the coolest thing. Oh, mm -hmm. you're going to be excited about it, you know? And Especially just, Gen Con, yes, Origins, exactly. all, all the big, big ones. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And everyone's just eating them up. Just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, you know. And it's not like a, oh, hey, would I like this game? No, this game is popular. I want it. You know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And it comes more, it comes more prevalent, too, as being a board game podcaster. Because, like, a lot of times you're like, okay, well, we need to cover some of the new stuff to be relevant and get the views and get the listens and that kind of thing, you know? Right. And uh, our convention going has kind of slowed down a little bit and we've kind of been able to kind of enjoy like our classic games and some of the games that we're just, we always kind of go to. Um, another thing, and I think that you can actually speak to this too. And I'd like to get your view on it is like, you've actually been getting with a game group yourself. So like sometimes when you get with a game group, it's not just, oh, hey, here's the new thing. It's like, here's something that I know. I know it's a classic. I know you're probably going to like it. I hope you like it. I'm going to teach you. And hopefully you become a fan. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird for me. Because um, most of the games that we play, I've never played before. <laughs> <laughs> um, we usually start off the night with like a social deduction game, depending on how big you know, the group is because it, you know, it could be upwards of like, you know, 15 people. Uh, I think the most we've had was like nine or 10. Um, so, you know, social, social deduction games are good for that kind of thing. You know, we played, you know, Saboteur last, uh, last month we played um, Deception Hong Kong, I think is the name of the game. Um, you know, it's a couple big groups. It's actually one I was the murderer. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll bring games out and they're like, oh, so we'll play this. I'm like, I've never heard of that before. Like, You've never played this before? And I'm like, no, like I've only been playing board games for, you know, like seriously playing board games for like, you know, the last seven or eight years. Yeah. Eh, six or seven years, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, so the, the whole thing is still relatively new for me. Uh you know, in the, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, you know, yeah. my collection is still relatively small. Um, it, you know, so I, I play with David Short and his group. Uh, David is a game designer, part-time, uh, designed uh, automobiles, a couple other things. Um, he's got something, he just released something else. It's like dog. Ooh, I don't want to. Now I feel like an idiot because I don't remember. <laughs> it's it's live on BGA. You can play it on Borg Arena. Nice. It's not Dog Park, is it? Mm, no. Okay. I don't know. 
there's dogs <laughs> on the cover i don't know um so like you know established game designer with like you know a full palette of games um like we played um dog lover i just like dog lover okay i wanted to say that and it sounded like ooh, i don't want to say yeah, that yeah that yeah seems yeah bad. Well, yeah if you get it wrong then it just sounds weird like you just said a random couple of words there yeah um so we played uh we played inkin gold and he's like oh this is my favorite uh pusher luck game ever and i think there was like seven of us at the time uh still playing and i'm like okay this is like it's fine but it's i like this isn't my kind of game you know yeah. like it's fine but also like eh, you know yeah it's yeah. whatever <laughs> you know? um yeah so like it, it's it's interesting like we played um after us this past month uh which relatively new game it's like you know humanity's gone uh primates have taken over um and it is kind of a solo game where you're you know you have a hand of cards you're uh playing them to the table you start with i think they're tamarins maybe so you have like a hand of tamarins um and then at the bottom of the card they do different things so you can collect fruit you can collect um coconuts and flowers and then you can trade those in for various things that and, you know you want to try to get better cards um and then there's like four different kinds of primates you can get from the main board so there is a little bit of like oh well you took the last gorilla so now like i set myself up to take gorillas but now i can't or whatever although it seems relatively unlikely because it scores pretty quick but it's kind of a solo game and again he was like oh this is like we've been playing this a lot this is a really great game and i'm like it's the art i like the art <laughs> you know like it's, yeah but you know, i think i think you like and i'm just gonna speak to you just like like people know but like i will just describe it like you I think you like games more where you're you're in more yeah. control of what you can do to win the game. So when it when it's more chance than anything, then you're like, well, you know, I'm sure it's yeah. fine, but it's not my cup of tea kind of thing. And and it is sort of thing like you know you you, you place your cards to the left and right of of each other, right? So you can connect little boxes to you know um, you know collect your resources and score points and do different things. And like that's an interesting puzzle. Um, but you know, for me, like I like a midweight Euro strategy game, right? Like that—that's my wheelhouse for stuff. But yeah. it is—it's interesting for me to go and play because I get to see a wider depth and breadth of games than I would if you know it was just me buying games. Because like all of the games are kind of the same game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so you know, so now that you have like a game group where you go over and they're hosting like it do you think it would ever be something where you where you would be like now i'm comfortable like i can bring my game to play with oh, them? I have. Or you you have okay yeah okay. yeah yeah. i brought um one of the guys was really big into uh reiner canizia so i was like cool i got you know the the, the game found the new amon ray you know can do a two-player now which is why i backed it and um we had played it a couple of times uh we'd only played it at two and three and then i had you know four guys playing it and it i teach games to people at work and they're not really gamers like we play a lot yeah and the one guy started to get into it he started to buy more games and things 
but they're not like you know they're, they're like well whatever you say is is what it is and you know we'll just do it yeah and then trying to teach a game like that to gamers mm-hmm. it's a completely different experience and i <laughs> felt so bad because <laughs> well, why isn't it this and i'm like i don't know flip 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 i think that's what the rule says <laughs> <laughs> so they're 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 trying to outthink the the game itself instead of just being like this is what it is yeah yeah and there were some things that i wasn't really sure about because we'd only played it two and three yeah um some of the stuff was unclear like language wise to me like this rule says this so i go to board game geek and i look all around and i can't find it so i ask the question and they're like no it, it means this other thing and i'm like but that's not really what it says yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah which is which i i gotta give credit to people who write rule books the right way because a lot of times when i read some of the things i read i'm like that's not a, that's not at all what i thought it was you know you watch a video and you'd be like whoa i misinterpreted I that. that crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so so i think that was the only i've brought games before that was the only time that i taught anything yeah. Um, but I think for next month, uh, I'm just going to bring a bunch of Knizia games, stuff that I'm more comfortable playing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Samurai Through the Desert, Blue Lagoon, you know, Chin, like all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, yeah. boom, I can knock these out. I know these games for sure. Yeah. We've played these a bunch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, you know, even some of the games that you know that you love and you're like, oh, yeah, I can teach this with no problem. Like, I... Uh, because I have games with me for visual aids. We played Azul the other day and uh, I was teaching it to, we have a gaming group. Usually when we have a game group, it's just me and Mike, old podcast partner, Mike. Now we have four players. It's Tracy is involved and another guy that actually did the siding to our house. All of a sudden it was just <laughs> like this guy. He's like, yeah, I'd like to play board games, but like nobody ever does. I played D and D a few times, that kind of thing. We're like, well, you know, we'll lightly introduce them to it, to board games, because we're like, you know, with some people, even some of this, like, what we think are gateway games, some people are like, huh, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, you know, just want to make sure we kid gloves. And he, a lot of the games that we've kind of introduced, he's like really caught on, or he asks a lot of questions, which is good. You know, you should right, always right, right. ask lots of questions. Don't ever think anything excuse me, is a bad question because it's not. And um, so I'm teaching Azul and, you know, how to do things. And to me, you know, I think sometimes what happens with people who play board games a lot, and sometimes this doesn't, uh, this doesn't apply to everybody, but like when you're doing stuff, you're like, this is, this is so easy. You're going to get it, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I'm teaching how to score. And, you know, how you take the tiles and you kind of slide them over. And then if they're, you know, um, uh, orthogonal, 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 it's funny because usually I can say it and Trace can't, but now I can't say it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you score more points that way. Well, uh, old podcast partner, Mike, who's been playing games for a long time. He's like, I don't understand what you mean. He's like, is it like this? I'm like, no, it's like this. And he's like, that doesn't seem right. And it wasn't him. It was the way I was explaining it. Right. I thought it was, I thought it was just plain English, but to him, it was like, you know, it was like I throwing wingdings at him. You know, he just, it was like, I don't understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So eventually we kind of, you know, with I'd like every round I was like, let's do this. We'll take the first one. We'll slide it up. Cause 
one of the things that would happen too is everyone would just start sliding everything over and be like this is this i'm like no 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 do one at a time <laughs> because you're going to get yourself confused like i know i would do that yeah yeah so you know even a, even a game that you're very comfortable with you're like you know you have to be careful because everybody's got uh different uh learning abilities people uh have different ways of like thinking and saying things so you have to be careful that way and as anyone could attest to listening to me right now I talk fast and I talk <laughs> just I just go 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 and sometimes I need to stop and be like okay so this is what's going to be happening here you need to do this and this but I get nervous and because you know I'm a big nervous dork that's what happens so um so it was it was fun, you know, trying to teach somebody something that you're like, oh, obviously this is easy. Like mm -hmm. I've even done that for my dad. I think I can't even remember what we played. We played a game that to me seemed shockingly easy. And my dad, I think my dad is one of those people that he pretends he's very smart. And sometimes he's not. And I'm not saying that as a as a rip, you know, because I'm not, I I I will admit you know, full off that I'm not, I'm not even that smart. I have my my pluses and my minuses, but I was trying to teach something to him. I think it might have been six Nimit or something like that. And there was just parts of it. He was just like, I just do not understand what you're saying to me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we'll do it again. So it's this, this, and this. And he's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know. And I'm sure other people have done that to me as well, you know. So you have to kind of be careful on how you teach even the things that you know well. Well, as, as another, for example, I backed the, uh, the Crusaders Kickstarter, you know, way back when had Seth on the show, um, you know, Seth Jaffe is a designer, uh, got to play test it at, um, rocket con here in Tucson. I got to play the prototype board, you know, red got it, read the rule book, played it, played it forever. Um, a year, I mean, it's been out for years now playing it at uh rincon here in arizona just just this year with david and he was like uh and there's these little tokens that you get on the board as you get you know further along so if you you know build a certain building you know you can get some kind of a bonus you know an extra victory point or you know maybe the build the cost to build it is less or it was a couple of various things and i was like well you got to pick one of those and he's like i don't think that's right and I'm like, I don't know, that's the way we've been playing. I'm like, I don't know, where's the book? And he's like, no, pulls out his phone, goes to BGG right here. Seth answered the question. You, If there's two of the little bonus, I, you know, tokens in the, in the hex, you get them both. And I'm like, we've never played this game the right way. <laughs> like in like, like five or six years. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's funny too, because like that, like, if something like that happens and I know it's my fault, that makes me feel so terribly, especially when you're playing a game that you really love and you're like, Oh my God, we, I've, I said that this was this and it was never that, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. But, but, but the, you're, you're all playing it wrong together. Yeah. So it balances out, right? Like no one has an advantage. Like, Oh, like, Oh, I forgot you could do this as you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's a whole different thing. Like I, I just, we just did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Well, have you ever had it where you've where you've taught certain rules of the game and you forgot a rule and you're doing it right? And then you're like, oh crap, I everybody, you can do this. I've been doing it like like you just said. Like, yeah, yeah. 
I know I've had that where I'm like, oh, here's this. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're cheating on purpose. You know, obviously they're, they're ribbing me or whatever, but I'm like, no, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> you know, well, like, especially teaching at work. Cause again, they're not really gamers. So like I'm playing, you know, teaching the game, you know, we're going through components, you know, we'll go through setup, you know, tell them, you know, what's going on and you know, what the objective of the game is and you know, all that kind of stuff. And then as I'm playing my turns, I'm still also kind of playing their turns, you know, at least watching them. And if they, you know, like, eh, you know, seem to hesitate, I'm like, all right, well, you can do this. this just, I'm not telling you what to do, but like, these are the four different things you could do right now. And this one might be better strategically, but yeah. like, you have to decide that. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So, and, yeah, you yeah. have to, it, it depends upon people's personalities too. Cause it's funny when you're talking about that, I've, I've done that too, or like, I start talking like, you know, okay. And then I've had other people be like, no, 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 no. I don't need you to tell me what's happening. I'll figure it out. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, I'm yeah. trying to help, you know, you know, like usually the first time through it's like, okay, this is a learning game. We'll play, you know, like if it has hidden cards, you will play cards out on the table, mm -hmm. um, you know, ask all the questions. I'll show you what I'm doing. I'll explain what my, you know, what I'm doing on my turn. So then it's not like, hey, this this is what you should do with these cards. It's like, this is what I'm doing. See? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So let me ask this question then. So like when you are teaching new players games or if you're like you're getting into a new group and stuff like that and you're talking about games, are, is there something that really like like not like almost always pops in your head like, OK, I need to tell this person about this game or I need to teach them this game? um not with the new group it's a little bit more of a passive situation because there there are a lot of games that i'm just not familiar with. like we played seven wonders one time because one of the other guys had never played it mm. and he was like you've never played it and he was like nah you know i always wanted to oh we're gonna play that you know because we had you know seven people or whatever yeah um you know so occasionally there'll be something that i know uh but more you know like in that situation i'm just trying to absorb as much as i can because you know some mechanics are you know worker placement games a worker placement game right like if, if it has that element like you kind of get what's going on you know you might not have the strategy figured out or you know what the best best path to victory might be You're like okay cool like i put a meeple or a, a little dinosaur meeple or you know whatever it is and you know take some actions do whatever uh as far as like teaching stuff like at work i mean i typically take in games that i like to play and like collectively that they also enjoy right because they only know the games that i bring in so it's a little and you know because of our time constraints there is you know a, more of a limitation on that mm -hmm. um, but i have looked at a couple of things like you got you and tracy taught me potion explosion which was, was cute it's you know i would think like more of a gateway kind of game right it's not super complex um and i think that they would like it like yeah. i would normally buy it for me but i'm like oh i think they'll like it so that maybe i'll get it mm -hmm. um same thing i played point city at Rincon this year uh because kickstarter was delivering i guess at the time yeah. the guy was like opening all up all the cards and everything. i've never even played this before so we went through it again it was cute it's it's light it's more complex i guess than point salad is um you know by degrees right like it's still a light game but it was interesting um 
you know, you had some extra scoring things with the with the civic tokens and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, again, I'm like, hey, you know, for 25 bucks, like I might pick it up because I know we can play it at work. It's colorful. It's bright. It's pretty simple. It was fun. You know, it, it's not my standard midway euro, but like it was it was enjoyable. Um, so I, I do kind of look a little farther afield because of the people that I play with. So then when when are you able to be able to break out those games that you're really, you know, that are really your cup of tea then, you know? It depends on the length. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if they run, you know, longer than an hour, we play on Sundays because we don't have any supervision at work. <laughs> yeah. So if we play for an hour and a half or two hours with a teach, you know, as long as our work is done for the day, yeah, I don't care. Like work is whatever, um, you know, so we'll typically play that stuff when the boss is on vacation, um, you know, we'll play on Sundays, um, other stuff like, you know, say eminent domain, uh, you know, if you do the, 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 uh, so it's a, you know, classic deck builder game and you typically the game ends either when all the points, victory points are gone or when one of the stacks deplete. But you can do the alternate rule where you do two stacks, which is usually what we do because we just colonize the shit out of everything. Um, but even still, you can do that in, you know, a half hour, 45 yeah. minutes. Um, you know, so it's a good game, solid. You know, we could do it an hour and it still gives us time to do some filler stuff. Then we might play, you know, Love Letter or, uh, you know, some something simple that, you know, we could play even if we just play a handful of rounds. Yeah, you know, whoever has the most tokens at the end, you win. It's fine, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. Or, or you know, we'll play. You know, we play on Board Game Ge or uh, board game Arena. Yeah. Um, and then my brother comes over for uh, for dinner on Wednesday. So, like, we'll typically play a bigger game okay. just because we – I mean, he's not going to stay all night. So we're not playing, like, a three-hour game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, if it takes an hour and a half or two hours, like, you know, we, we can do that reasonably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then, because that was going to be my next question. Then, because you've got, I know you've got all these games that you that you love and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, so it sounds to me between your work group and this new group that you have, you're not going to be able to really play those. So when do you get the time to play those those tried and trues that you're really into? Then, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and the the board but, game night is nice just because like we start at six and usually like we wrap up at midnight. <laughs> so oh, wow. it's it's a long game. You know, we break for dinner, you know, order pizza. Um, but you know, we, we, we get a couple of bigger games in. They haven't been my games yet. Um, but like I said, this this next time I'm planning on bringing and even those are relatively short, you know, like yeah. samurai's a, if everybody knows what they're doing, it's a half hour game, yeah. you know, ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, for our game group, uh, we have a decent amount of time, but it's not as much as that. So we only get about a two-hour spread. Mm. So like normally on a Wednesday, we play from eight to ten. Um, so we always have to kind of plan out. Okay, you know, how are we going to do this? Are we going to play? You know, and it depends upon also if we're if I'm teaching it too. So like, right, right. Most of the, most of the time now I'm teaching it because the one the one new guy that's playing he's only played a handful of games. So like, there's no way that, I mean, there's like a one in a million chance we're going to play a game that he knows. Right. So a lot of times that kind of draws it out. So most of the time we're only playing one game. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, I might be able to bring out something, you know, like small, like go to what I've got with me. <laughs> um, like at the end of the night, we'll play Port Royal or Port Port Royal. Sorry. I always say Royal, but it's not, it's Port Royal. And then, like this only plays like, what does it say on the box? 20 to 50 minutes definitely not, does not play that long for us. It's probably <laughs> maybe 20 minutes if you're teaching it. Yeah. But um, that's a that's like a quick and easy one to play, you know, after I, I've i already te- taught somebody like, you know, like the uh, even Azul. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't even seem like it plays that long. I think the other night we actually played it twice. But that was oh, nice. because the first time we played it, again, everyone was kind of confused on the scoring. So we're like, okay, let's play it again, see what happens, that kind of thing. So we were able to get that in. <clears throat> Typically, we won't be able to get a two-hour game in. Um back when it was just me and Mike, what we would do is we do a thing where we, if we decided we were going to play a longer game, uh, my basement doesn't get used all that much. And we have a nice long table. So we'll play it to a point. Remember what we got. If we have to take pictures and then we'll play next week. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, yeah. Um, sometimes that kind of r- r- uh, ruins momentum because you are like, okay, well, I knew what I was doing here. Now you give me a week. I've got mm-hmm. all these other things that have gone on. My brain's in, you know, outer space kind of thing. So it's like coming back to it, you almost have to kind of grind back into it a little bit. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a game you know and you're like, yeah, whatever. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and like, you don't have cats, so you can leave stuff set up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And I have a tiny dog that can't get uh, get into anything. So, um, so yeah. So when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know, uh, time is kind of limited, but mm-hmm. uh, the cool thing about having the new player and um, uh, is being able to introduce him to things that I'm like, ooh, I'll, I'll see if he likes this, you know, that kind of thing. And like, <laughs> like he, you know, he played D and D a couple of times, so we brought one of the D and D board games, and we played it, and you know, he was liking it, and he had, he has he actually has not disliked any game that we played yet which is great i mean right when you have a player that's like that then i'll just be like oh, i'll play whatever you know cool we'll take that um this particular game that we played the D one even with how poorly it went at some point where it was <laughs> it was four of us two of us had died two of us came back to life um it, oh it was me and tracy we both died came back to life uh and then Mike and Jason both died. And then coming towards the end, I died. And then Tracy won it at the end or something like oh, that. Nice. It was just, it was literally, she rolled a 20. Oh yeah. We were talking end. about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was one of those moments where it was like, holy shit, that was amazing. You know, we're just like, you know, it was like, it was like actually playing like a role-playing game and actually, you know, doing that thing at the end where you just save everybody, you know? So that mm-hmm. was fun. But, um, yeah, being able to introduce introduce games to, like I said, like uh, playing Port Royal, which I showed. Um, we've also played um, uh, Azul, which I showed as well. Um, uh, we even taught him uh, Lord's Waterdeep. I don't have that with me because that thing is a huge mess right now and heavy as oh, heck. Oh, you I got all the expansions a... and everything yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I need to make get a box <laughs> for it. But, you know... It... <clears throat> he's also like really shine to everything like he 
you know, the first game we taught him was Marvel Legendary. And he's like, well, you know, I don't understand what this means because we we're taught was like, this is a deck building game. He's like, I understand what deck building might mean, but he's like, I don't really know. So then we're playing it and then he's asking all these questions and, and he was getting everything pretty well. To, you know, he's like, okay, I get that now, you know. Right. And playing other games too is like, he's his learning ability for these games is pretty high. So it's like, you know, and he, even some of the games are like, you know, he's like smoking us. And we're like, oh, geez, okay. You know, like, <laughs> we don't have to worry about you at all. No kid clothes for you, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's been nice to be able to, getting back to my original thought, is being able to bring out these games that we're really excited about. So we brought, we did that Azul, and then we're like, oh, guess what? Look behind me. I've got this Azul. <laughs> I've got that Azul. I've got that. We've got that Azul. I should say we, not not I. We got a lot of Azuls. Not most of them play very differently. This Chocolatiers one plays almost like the original, pretty much, except for it's got some different um things with the um oh, the factories. The factories, yes. Yeah. But yeah, we um, played that one. Oh, that's right. That's right. We played that on BGA. And uh, you know, so it was nice to be able to be like, hey, if you like that, here's a bunch of these, you know. Um trying to think of some of the other games that we've played too. Well, so so let me just interject real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. The other the other th- fun part about teaching games to people who don't really play games is so we played Eminent Domain today. But the prompt for that was, "Hey, can you bring in the game that's got the ships?" <laughs> Long pause. Wow. Okay. What kind of ships do you talking about? Spaceships. <laughs> sailing ships like was it no the one with the with the planets and the spaceships and then it's me yeah 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 that one yeah, yeah i want to play that one okay cool 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 Jeez, yeah <laughs> wait a minute hold on let me go to bgg wait, which one of these a million are there? that's funny yeah yeah well and you you get your typical I play board games. Oh, you do? I love Monopoly and Sorry and like you're like, oh, pump your brakes, foul. You know, right. it's like there, believe me, there's a lot more out there than just those, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, even even going back to my dad, like, um, I still don't think he understands what this is, what I do, that kind of thing, which is fine. But you know, um, what was the other day? Something happened. I forget what it was. But I think it was like, yeah, I went to uh, I went to a I went to a con or whatever, and I I actually bought this game from the guy that made it, and we're friends now. And he's like, huh? <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's why I do it, you know. And I, yeah. you know, play some games, make some friends, you know that that's the whole reason why we do this kind of thing. And he's just like, oh, that's what you do. I'm like, only the, told you this a million times, right? <laughs> The cool thing about having the podcast is that it not and not I don't mean this in a cynical sort of way, mm-hmm. but it does provide access. Yeah. To you know, it, like in a convention, guys are showing their games, it's whatever, and gals, you know, just, you know, showing their games, like, hey, check this out. We're running a demo, you know, you might really like it, you know, what kind of games do you like to play? But it but having the podcast does give you an extra layer of ah, you know what you come on, you know, and then they come on and you know, you have a nice conversation. Well, that was pretty cool. You know, well, what is it? Hey, well, we have this group, you know, maybe you want to jump on, you know, BGA because like we're going to play on Thursday already or whatever. And then like it just, it opens up like a whole other thing, which yeah, which yeah. is cool. 
it is it is yeah yeah and it's funny too because when we started this podcast like i just wanted to talk and have fun about games and one one of the other people that started with us he was just like oh yeah well we can talk to these companies and get these games and then we can get paid to do that and i'm like no 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 no. let's just let's just have fun talking about games and then we'll go from there you know because like I think some people have too many of too much of the rose rose colored <laughs> glasses kind of thing where like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be this mega hit. And it's like, no, we're just a podcast from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. There's nothing big right now. So let's just start small and we'll go kind of go from there. But but it, it you know, doing this for eleven years ever facts the fact that I can actually say that is is pretty I I am proud that we're able to still do this um you know we've been able to talk to a lot of cool people see a lot of cool things and be able to just be like you know what i helped with that like i think like mine and tracy's name is on a board game instruction you know on instructions of a board game somewhere and i forget which one but it's like that's cool you know or or like even like being able to be like okay well i you know this game that I really love, I was able to talk to them before this even came out. And now that it's big, it's like, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. You know, it's like, I'm not patting myself on the back. It's just cool that I was a part of it. Right. 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 We were part of it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so going back to the, the old versus new kind of thing, um, has there any, has there been anything in your, board game buying and i don't again i don't know if this was prevalent or not but i thought i'd ask the question like has there been something where you're like the hype on it is real and once you bought it you're fine it's one of those that actually has stayed in your collection that you're like oh well i'm glad that i actually was in on the ground floor on this no <laughs> uh look, I'm I'm an, a bitter old man. Um so I'm I'm I don't usually get caught up in the like, oh, this coolest thing is out and you know, oh you gotta get it. Like this is the best game that's come out since the other game that was the best game that came out six months ago, because six months in board game space is like forever. Yeah. Um man, I gotta tell you most of the games in my collection are probably 10 years old yeah. <laughs> like, it's just there's the they're new for me yeah um but but they're not necessarily new well that's not true like i have golem uh i, I have a couple of things that are new newer mm-hmm. um but but for me it's it's about the about the play experience but the particular place though like i said my my valley wick is is you know a midweight euro game because we can do that you know in an hour at work it gives enough complexity that you know you feel like you are um you know designing a strategy to 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 win you know to outplay the other players or whatever um so like when wingspan came out uh there was tons of people running it at i think it was either rincon or or i think it was at rincon and I play. I played it like four times, five times over the weekend. Somebody like, "Hey, you want to play?" And I'm like, "Hey, I'll play." And I, I can't. I don't like it. It's beautiful. Yeah. The components are great. The you know the board looks like a little you know 
leather bound like it's really cool like they did a great job um it's it's just not my kind of game mm-hmm. um and you know usually to 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 jump maybe to the next question um to jump past like when i look at games you know some people say hey you know check out wingspan it's great it's coming out blah blah, blah whatever cool go to board game geek pull up the page check out the pictures what does it look like um and then i go to reviews and then i go to playthrough videos and i'll you know i'll watch four or five videos to see you know if it's something that's going to vibe with me like if does it look like something i might enjoy and if it doesn't make it past that stage i'm, I'm out I, I, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about it. it doesn't matter how popular it is if it doesn't feel like the kind of game that i might like it it's just it's a no for me yeah uh you know board games aren't cheap typically especially if you get a you know bigger game mm-hmm. um you know that they're like you know price you out of you know whatever you know 50 bucks for a game that you have for a lifetime is a reasonable sale mm-hmm. like you know whatever it's like a board game book or uh uh in a role-playing book uh but you know 50 bucks to drop on something that's going to sit on the shelf and you never play or you play once and you're like well that was a waste mm-hmm. yeah I don't have that kind of disposable income, <laughs> you know. So I I do quite a bit of research before, you know, the the credit card even comes out of law. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, you know, I want to be reasonably sure that this is going to convey the experience that I enjoy. Yeah, and yeah. You know, sometimes I'll take a risk. Um, you know, like I played Point Salad once. It was cute. I liked it. I think I'm probably going to pick it up. I know exactly what it is because I played it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's rare for me to just buy something on the spot. Like, I'll be in the store and be, pull something off the shelf and be like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, they get you with the art and then I'll go right to Board Game Geek and I'm in the middle of the store game underneath my arm jumping through play playthrough video to see if this is worth the $65 I'm going to spend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that I've gotten better than I was before because <laughs> I think even our first our first Gen Con, and I think I've talked about this extensively, but I'll just kind of gloss over it. Like the first one that we went to was in 2015 and there was a game that we were really stoked about. Talked to the designer, talked to uh, one of the guys that helped uh, um published the game and stuff like that and also helped you know with the designing and stuff like that too and we did the all-in thing we're like oh yeah here's this and the expansion and the promo and the blah 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 and, you know it was just like a lot of money later <laughs> we're like why did we buy all of this like we could have just bought yeah. the base game called it good would have been fine i think i still have the game <laughs> it's one of those things where you know you talk to somebody you're like oh you're doing a cool thing and i want to support you yes so way for me to do that is give you a bunch of money mm-hmm. right yeah, so there exactly. there is some level of that right yeah. like you you talk to people like not not that you know like a 10 minute conversation at a con is like a relationship but you know people are people and you know we're all in the same space you know doing cool things you want to support people that do cool stuff mm-hmm. so like yeah the 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 inclination is there to be like give me the things mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
but we've also made the mistake of the same thing where like like not enough research you know and then you get a board game and you're like wait this is nothing i would ever play like mm -hmm. um to tell you the truth like a social social deduction kind of game and stuff like that in the past like we have four players now but in the past we'd only have two players so a social social deduction game was stupid to have that's mm -hmm. like okay it's me and you well yeah well you could do that with just about <laughs> anything you know you don't need a social deduction game for that so like we would never ever get that you know where um now that we have over 500 board games and you know a lot of them get play time and some of them get played once a year and then they sit there and we have to kind of call our collection and decide like is this what we want and now we're getting to the point now where we're like okay if we're gonna buy again we gotta make sure that this is a game that everyone's gonna want to play and we're gonna play it not frequently but more frequently than once a year you know that mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah um and and you find you find those you you find that you're getting rid of a bunch of these games where you're just like okay this is just something where like oh the theme was cool or like oh i love you know like um worker placement like that's one of my favorite things so if you say if someone says worker placement i'm like huh okay you know that <laughs> i'm in you know and you know not all of them are great just like anything like in movies or music not everything is great so you have to kind of tailor it to yourself yeah so um but it's funny and just kind of i think we've talked a lot about different things just kind of wrapping up like um I've been we've been able to, to kind of teach a couple of games that we're really excited about but like I still haven't like as much as I talk about it on this podcast and I'll just show people this big beast of a thing I was able to get a box for my Orleans game plus all of his expansions and put it in here and get Tracy to cricket a name for it and I have not like as much as I talk about this on the podcast, I still haven't played this enough with other people that should be playing it. Yeah. Especially the guy, the new guy that's been been playing with us. Like I talk about it all the time. I'm like, here it is. And he's like, what is it? I'm like, you're gonna have to wait until I can you know bring this all out or whatever. And he's like, okay, it just looks like a box. I'm like, believe me, when we get started, you'll 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 really like it. And I hope he does. And that's another thing, too, is like. What if he doesn't like it? And then I'm like, shit, now, now we have to not be friends anymore because that's my favorite <laughs> game. <laughs> well, and, you know, to, to bring it back to, like, you know, game games that we enjoy, my collection is not as big. Um, I think I might have, like, 150 games maybe. Um, so so the selection is smaller. Mm -hmm. um, and because of, you know, our playtime at work, um, we generally play things over and over again um and it's new for them um and they're games that i enjoy because i did the research to put them in my collection in the first place uh so it's they're games that i enjoy and sometimes like well you know i really don't want to play this today but they wanted me to bring it in and then you start to play and it's like oh okay cool like i'm i'm all in and i'm gonna kick your ass now you know <laughs> um so so my goal for this year is with games that we typically play and it's not everything because uh there's four of us now where it used to just be two of us yeah. uh one of the other guys i work with robert you know we just did a lot of two because there was only two of us that played mm -hmm. um so we did a lot of two-player stuff so i always had to make sure there was something if i bought a game it would do two players because it was either me and my kid 
me and him or me and my brother like that's it so if it doesn't play two like this is pointless um but now we don't do a lot of two-player games because there's you know three to four of us depending on who's in you know who's in and who's not in yeah um so i'm trying this year to like make sure that everything gets 10 plays and that may not be possible i mean we're running out of road here for the end of the year uh, <laughs> but most of them have at least five plays on them and they're a little bit longer so like that's like that's a win you know mm -hmm. like that's that that's a good that's a good time yeah. um and and you know like i track plays and stuff so i can see what we've played what we haven't played be like oh well, we only have three plays on this hey i'm gonna bring this tomorrow let's let's get another game in for it yeah um, well and i'm not super good at keeping track either so there might be other plays in there that i just <laughs> never wrote down <laughs> but but it, that's also a great thing too because you know with those five by five challenges and ten by ten challenges and stuff like that like you not only do you get to play these games over and over again and get these strategies and stuff like that you also get to appreciate how great these games are the more time you play it and then you grow more of a love for it and then eventually they introduce it to somebody else and then that grows a hobby it grows people's interest in certain things and that's always a great thing mm -hmm. yeah, yeah for sure yeah. And and the one guy, Nick, he started buying games. And one of the games he bought was early owns. Uh, nice. uh, he was able to find it. Uh, it's not Tasty Minstrel anymore, obviously. I think DLP mm -hmm. uh, was the original like co-producer or whatever. So they have a version of it out. Um, so he picked that up, a couple other things. And, and it's everything that we've played. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's it. like if you could get people to play it at home, that's cool. But also, like, I, I could just bring it in. Like, <laughs> <you> know, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think he's trying to bring his wife into it this in his I guess his older kid, um, you know, to start playing more, you know, more complex games. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. that's cool, right? Like because yeah. then it's me, you know, kind of kicking that down the road a little bit and bringing other people in, you know, into the system. Yeah. 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 That's what it's all about. So are there any games that you guys have played? that you're really, that it's just something that you're always like, this is the one I always like to play when I'm introducing it to other people. Or if someone's like, you know, what's your go-to game? If you only have one game that you want to play for game night, like what's, what are those games that you're just like, this is what I will look forward to. Uh, let us know in the comments. Um, I want to thank John for coming on, being able to be a great co-host here. Um, and uh thanks to you for listening or watching because we're gonna end up putting this on the podcast as well um until then he's john i'm kurt and this was the mfg cast this podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network for more gaming related content please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com